Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome back. Coming to you live from the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles, California. We are here. We are live on the red carpet of the 92nd <laughs> Academy Awards. Thank you, Clara. <laughs> It is an amazing night. Look at the crowd. There is an energy in the air, Clara. And we're right here for two hours of the red carpet. Back to you, Clara. Whoa, it sounds like it's going off down there. It's really building up. What's coming through in my head, in my ear, is just, you can like really feel the post-pandemic energy of a finally we've returned to an Oscars of back to normal. You sure can, Clara. (laughs) Is that George Clooney? George, how are you? (laughs) Welcome back to 30 Flirty and Perishing with Oscar host Sophie Lyons. (laughs) And Clara Gapna. The new Amy Poehler and Tina Fey. Oh, it's way too um, complimentary. Of us. Fair. I love them. We are talking about what any woman in the world is talking about in WhatsApp groups. On your couch on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. In the bathroom at a club. In the back of a taxi. In your gym changing room. Oh. Corner shop. Oh. Convenience store, as I like to call them. Yeah. 7-Eleven. On the tube. I don't talk on the tube, really. Oh, I do. <laughs> but yeah, 30 flirty and perishing. Yeah, it's what we're just chatting about what the girlies are chatting about. And um, this week... This week was... We're going for glamour. It was a real cog from last week's episode. Yeah. With f- Matthew McConaughey. Mm, and, gum- and his gumbo. And your talk about the awful Oscar films. Um, yeah. and My je test of the awful. Your je test. Of the and awful. we got the cogs going. And we're bringing it to you live. <laughs> it's Saturday night. <laughs> Back to you, Clara. Back to you in the studio. <laughs> right, let's kick it off. What's your Jador? Well, yeah, we'll get these out of the way before we get in, go full glamour. Uh, my Jador was just being at home. And I know every time either one of us go, goes home, it's always home. But my heart is green today. Something in your eyes <laughs> makes me want to lose myself. No? No. I've... Feels like <laughs> home to me. Nothing? It's Westlife. It's in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. It feels like home to me. Okay. Feels like... I would prefer more of a... So I say a little prayer. For my dreams could take me there. Where the skies are blue. To see you once again, my love. Overseas, from coast to coast, find a place I love the most. Where the skies are blue, see <laughs> once again. Hold you in my arms, 
Tell you one my love. This is when Mark kicks it into gear. <laughs> Speaking of which, I went to Westlife. It would have been over two years ago. I think just over two years ago. Mark was like Mariah Carey and Aretha Franklin at the same time. Yeah, he's, fu- he's He fast. is a belter. Mm, he's really good. But he didn't, he's like operatic. Oh my God. He really should. Why didn't he go solo? Uh, Mark, hello. Hello. Um, sorry, talk to me about your home. Sorry, I went home because I was honoured with the duty of fairy godmother for beloved baby Miles. Oh, it was just so nice. It was such an honour and... It was the first time in a while since like a wedding in October where most of my core pals were under one roof. So the Ash and Dave, whose baby Miles was being christened, they had a housewarming on the Friday and then the christening was the Sunday. So it allowed for a very important Saturday to kind of get rid of the hangover and then be fresh for the christening on Sunday. On the Friday night, it just said there was about 15 of us all in the house. Mick came and he got to meet all the pals. He walked into a room of like whooping and hollering and whistling and clapping and it was just great for him to get to know everyone and then it ended with a massive sing song of like the Dubliners and then my friend Connor he writes these kind of rap song comedy songs so he's a song called Midnight Pussy when he was <laughs> when he was walking home through his estate and he was texting and he wasn't looking where he was going and he stood on a cat and he looked at his and he was like the cat wouldn't get off his leg and he was like shaking and it was as scared as he was and he finally got it off his leg and he looked at his phone and the time was zero, 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 zero. So he wrote a song about falling in love with a cat. That's like witching. <laughs> I know, yeah. So just loving all those familiarities, being surrounded by good friends and good fun and lots of hugs and scream singing. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it was very, it was good for myself. I was going to say chicken soup for the cell. That, oh my God. It was such chicken soup for the cell. Mm. Thank you. Hmm. What are you doing? I was walking at lunchtime outside. It's like a little mini shopping centre type thing. And it was like, it looked like the inside of my brain. It was like <laughs> 10 people kind of, I assume they were dressed up as like doctors, nurses. What I interpreted as was like kind of sort of people from the community. And they okay. were all dancing. It wasn't a flash mob, but it felt like that. And yeah. they were dancing to sisters doing it for themselves, just on the steps of the shopping centre. And the dancing was... <laughs> it was like being at a West End show. What? But like, yeah. budget. <laughs> like, and they were doing kind of swings. And then at one point, like, the three, three of the dancers had, like, fake babies in um, pouches. What do you call those? Slings? One of those things. And they were doing sisters doing it for themselves for International Women's Day. Ah, uh, yeah, it's such a good video. It was, it was exquisite. Like I, I caught half of it, and I was like, "This is unbelievable." The video you put up was class. And one guy like picked up the girl and was swinging her around, and they were oh. then like at one point they pretended to take a selfie. It was great, and they were like, "Sisters are doing," and I was like, "Yeah, sisters are doing it for themselves." Like oh. it was very thirty thirty perishing. Yeah, coming to you live. <laughs> I loved it. That was my tour. What's your test? My test is just being tired. Maybe I need five HTPs. I've run out, but I feel like the last few weeks I've been waking earlier, and then. But then I find it impossible to get out of bed because then I'm like, oh, I don't really need to be up for that bit longer. And now, and especially over the weekend, because I didn't really, I met your sister actually for a few points on the Thursday night. And then the Friday we flew out, but I didn't get much sleep. So I was kind of starting the weekend on a bit of a back foot after a weekend of earlies. I just feel like coffee has lost 
all power. And now when I have a coffee, I start to do that like head donkey thing. I get more tired. Coffee is not working. No, for me. I drink no and like I feel like one a day is way more powerful. And I'm just sick of it. I can't sleep in. It's awful. I'm so tired. You have a sleep mask? Yeah, of all the bits. Um, I'm just sick. I'm just sick of being tired. It's so annoying, and it's just hard to get out of bed. Yeah, and then I can't sleep when I I'm trying to have get you tried my extra magnesium. Bit. You are uh, I am the Lions family. We are poster women for magnesium. I've told everyone about it, and everyone thanks me. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that is good for. I used to actually take it before I go to sleep. It's the especially if you first start taking it, you sleep like a child. Wow. I know, like a baby. I remember taking it, being like, I don't know the last time I slept like that, and I'm a good sleeper. I can fall asleep anywhere. I'm literally like a hippo. Oh, yeah. I just need to get my sleeping back on track because it's just so. I'm definitely gonna go to the nearest herbal shop. Wink, 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 wink. No spawn con here. <laughs> So, yeah, I just need to catch a few Zs. But I'm also in kind of like the midst of a very busy time. I had Florence, then had another big, big enough weekend, then had Dublin. This weekend is Ireland versus England. Twickers. Up the then I think I have a quiet time. So, it's a good complaint, really. Just a bit tired teddy bear. A tired teddy. What are you usually testing? You know, like, corporate tripe. In corporations, they, the way they talk about themselves. Oh, And the okay. way they talk about themselves to people. Okay, yeah. I cannot stand it. I was at this thing earlier. And it was like kind of brands and how they are, like the people that are in the organisation. And I honestly felt like I was in the middle of like a cult. Like oh. the way they're talking about it, I'm like, hang on, sorry. This is a business. Like we're not... <laughs> A family. No, no. But as in, you're selling a product at the end of the day. Like as in, majority of the people working in any company, it's not their vocation. It's to yeah. get cash. Like, <laughs> please stop talking in this kind of witchy, culty, you know, sort of making it more than it is. Like it's a company. Yeah. The only thing I think merits people talking about their job and saying how important it is is probably people in the medical profession. <laughs> like, I felt like I was in, um, what's that, Strangers program? 12 Strangers with Nicole Kidman and they all go to the cult. Oh, yeah. I felt like I was in a cult. I was like, stop trying to feed listeners tripe. Stop it. Please stop. Like It's a lot of jargon. But I hope no one believes it. People 100% believe it. I think you're one of the non-believers. I'd say... But I don't want to be that cynical person. Okay, but I don't know. I don't think you're cynical. But I do reckon that at least you have the wherewithal and perspective to go, this isn't I was life. afraid someone would see me rolling my eyes, but I was actually very tired, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's very hard not to roll your eyes, though. It's exhausting to listen to when people are trying to... You know, like when people make, like, Apple out to be this yeah. religion... But do you think the person delivering these key messages and what key performance indicators are, yeah, KPIs, do they believe? Uh, Yeah, I'd say if you get to a certain level... You're drinking the Kool-Aid. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. But my God, I just cannot, like... It's not a religion. It's not anything more than a brand. Yes, like I understand you want brand values... 
and you want the people that work to work for you to embody that you want your customers mm. you know like a cult brand i love all that stuff but please stop with your with your farce <laughs> garbage like talking garbage i was like i hope no one listening do you know what this would be such a meat cute for you to like look around the room eye rolling and to lock eyes with some sister and she's rolling her eyes as well you give each other a knowing nod and you like go for a drink afterwards and you find your new best friend Oh, I've bond. I've made so many best friends about my <laughs> hatred for something or someone. You know, like when you both hate your um, like boss at the time or your teacher it's, or whoever. It's bonding, bonding, bonding. bonding. One of my very good friends I made through our mutual hate of our former employer. There you go. And she said, I walked into the office and then I don't know what happened. And she was like, she followed me outside at lunchtime and was like, do you want to have lunch? And then she told me everything. And she was like, I knew you'd feel the same. Oh. Secrets of sisters. Society. I don't think guys have that. Society. Because girls like. bitch. But girls, I feel like analyze stuff more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. And they kind of see. Yeah. No, 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 I think lads are a bit more top line, whereas girls want to get into the nitty gritty. Which we're going to do right now. Oh, Back to you, Clara. <laughs> Coming to you live from Tinseltown, the award starts in five, four, three... We are live. Did you like that? I did two, one with my hands. Yes, I did. Great. So last week we started talking about, you know, awards shows, Oscars, and it got the cogs going. It mm-hmm. got things moving and we decided to delve a bit deeper into it, given that it is award season. It is. We're in the thick of it now. And like award season used to start in January. Mm. I remember watching, you know, the stylist Rachel Zoe. Yeah. Oh, I used to love her. So she had a show, uh, series. And she was always like the Oscar dresses because the Oscars used to be at the end of January. Oh, yeah. Mm. And she said it's the hard. She was like, it's the hardest thing to get dresses for because none of the dresses from the spring are out yet, basically. So you're kind of like trying to get new dresses and a lot of them don't exist kind of thing because the way fashion cycles work. Oh, what's the- that's but that's so weird that the fashion is that why they moved. Hang on, arrived. is that why they moved the Oscars later? No, I think that's because of the COVID. The mm. COVID ruined a lot of stuff. Yeah, it kind of made them seem a bit pointless. Like when they're bigger... all sitting in their living room and they're like, and the Grammy goes to yeah. Dua Lipa, and she's like, ah, in her TV room. Yeah, I remember from like the ages of about thirteen until kind of recently until the fashion police kind of failed and um, really caring about awards shows and who won what and what was nominated for which and like the vmas always remember all the performances oh remember that gosh. video vanguard award that they you get like a 15 minute performance out of someone like yes. pink made that amazing speech to her daughter at the end oh i've never seen that one oh i love the vmas yeah pink, pink so they do the big performance and then they do the acceptance speech and she told her daughter, her daughter was like, I'm not a girly enough girl. You know, everyone is mean to me in school. And she's like, well, I'm not a girly enough girl. And look at me, who's winning awards and who's not. Oh, it's just gave me the shivers. Stunning. Oh, it's so nice. Beyonce obviously won one. And she did, that was when her surprise album came out. And she won the video Vanguard and did like a 15 minute performance of the album. 
Oh, oh, it's amazing. So remember all that, and then like the I Golden Globes are kind of they were positioned whatever way in the schedule that they come before the Oscars. So obviously the big finale is the Oscars. But like the Golden Globes was kind of like everyone getting like hyped up and ready. And then like E would do their like red carpets then from like the kind of ones in between, like the SAG. Screen yeah, actors see, they guild. actually seem like more crack, like the SAG. Yeah, they seem like way more crack because... Are they a bit more indie or is that the most... But they're voted thing? by... You're voted by other actors. You're, Isn't the it's Oscars like, It's though? kind of like you're... It's, no, it's different in that sense because it's, you're just voted. So it's like your peers voting for you. So if you're like Meryl Streep and you win... All the other actors. It's like a popular... It's like basically prom... Yeah, sorry. King, queen, It must awards. be such... Yeah, it is like a popularity thing. Re- well, well, I mean, well, for the Screen Actors Guild, for the for the Oscars, it's like an academy. So it's anyone who's ever really won an Oscar, basically. So yeah. it's not... It's people in like makeup and costume design and sound design and cinematography. Gotcha. Mm, but I don't know, I kind of... Maybe I grew out of my awards following. Or maybe because nobody's made a good film in ages and I'm annoyed yeah I definitely like remember when I was younger the excitement about all of those maybe there's a Hollywood spectacle or something yeah and I was like when I was really young I was particularly into the Hollywood vibe yeah maybe you just grow out of that and like I was into acting so I think I really like this is my future I mean to say (laughs) I don't have a mock speech prepared I'd be lying I've done in the shower, in the mm-hmm. gym and at home. But yeah, I definitely don't have that anymore. And it's actually kind of sad. But I feel like they haven't, they've gone to a place where I'm no longer even thinking, I haven't thought about it. Yeah. But I, the, the Golden Globes looks like such crack. Yeah, I think because you get like such a mix of um, TV and cinema. Well, And there's also that whole like um, snobbery thing that the film, all the yeah. film actors are on the main floor and then the TV are up on the like I never knew that they all they all kind of reference it in like bits of jokes like the host will mention it most times and then even when TV wins you can see them because you know they're moving through all the tables like the place is packed Um, because it's in the Beverly Hilton but like the space is not big enough like do you remember that Lady Gaga thing where she hit off Leonardo DiCaprio Oh, yeah. And they're all kind of squeezing off the chairs. Like, you know, if you're at like a big dinner or something, you're in a restaurant mm. or something, and there's not enough space. Like, squeezing through those chairs is like, you're very vulnerable. They're asking people to do that on TV, and these women are very slender. And men, they're very slender. And they have such big gowns on. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then I always love the bit in any awards show where a random famous person helps all the ladies up on stage. Oh, it is um, nice. Who's your man, Chris? Just Chris people. Evans, I think he plays Captain America. I've never seen him and think he's mm. an absolute dish. Oh. He, there's a full compilation of him helping women up on stage. Oh. Just giving his arm. And like, it's not, he's not trying to do anything. He's just trying to help him up on stage. Oh, what a cutie. I mean, because the ultimate fear is tripping up the stairs. Apparently, the Jennifer Lawrence one was... On purpose. On purpose. I yeah. wouldn't have second-guessed that. I think her... Oh, girl next door. I've got a load of brothers. We beat each other up. I'm like but a totally normal person. I'm a tomboy. I think that's what I'm... I don't buy it. I couldn't agree more. Fantastic. I'm not buying it. I just think it's so put on. So, like, oh, my diamonds. And you're like... Yeah, and mm. you know, you fall over. I just don't buy it. I don't. And like pretending to, like, I think she's obsessed with the Kardashians and I don't know, feels yeah, all a bit calculated. 
But she's also like kind of hysterical. That's where I don't believe it. I think if she was, if she, not that you have to be any certain type of way, but if you have four older brothers and are that girl next door, I don't know. I just think that like kind of like I'm kooky but cool routine. Bit of a lad. Mm. Do you know who has that but isn't Jennifer Lawrence is Margot Robbie. She she has less to prove. She's kind of like, I'm just a cool girl next door. I have all these hilarious stories, but I'm not a hyperactive But she's not shouting about it. She's not shouting about it. It's She's kind of like, I supply this. I don't have to tell anyone. You know, it's kind of... Yeah, if they're telling you it, it's probably not genuine. Yeah, into somebody that I hate. Benedict Cumberbatch, just speaking of this vein. I don't know, it's, it's so unrelated, but I, I Why just do you hate, hate him? It. I <laughs> hate him. I 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 really like him. Okay. He's very I, funny. I challenge you to watch. A jewel. <laughs> to a jewel. I, I'm uh, like a totally regular person. He, he cannot sit on the Graham Norton couch without talking about how famous he is. I put myself to the test the other day. He was on with um, Graham and friends. <laughs> and I was like, okay... Maybe I have an irrational hate for this man. Maybe. Well, but everyone has someone they hate, like a celeb. When you're mm. like, I can't stand him, and no one else gets it. And if this was before I saw The Power of the Dog. So, you know, like, I, I wouldn't let that not make me see a film. You know, I'm, you know, art is art. Or I'm a reasonable person. I'm reasonable. Anyway, so I, I decided to test myself. And he was sitting in the, you know, the chair closest to Graham. And I was like, before I go on my next rant about Benedict, let, let me just test it. I'll, I'll watch this for a while and see if he can sit on this couch without talking about how famous he is. I've never heard him talk like... Previous Sorry. stories, he's been on that couch, right? His main story is like saving the day or like shooting in like a random like location in the middle of nowhere and being recognised. That's all the stories he gives to producers. And like there was one where he was like, he, he was talking about not being able to get out of a car because all these Sherlock fans were like swarming the vehicle. And like all, I've heard it like two or three times. And I was like, would he give over? Ed Sheeran does the same thing. He went on holiday to Japan, to Japan so nobody would recognise him. Stop talking about how famous you are because oh, no, it no, means... no, 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 hang on. I'm telling you, that's Ed Sheeran does it as well. Ed Sheeran is a delight. Oh, I'll get on to another rant about His him. His grandmother is from... Wexford, I think. Yeah. But he, oh, he, but all he does, I don't know, maybe it's some kind of like nervous energy on that red couch that those two gentlemen cannot stop talking about how famous they are. So anyway, I put myself to the test a few Fridays ago. Well, you actually I, put Benny to the test. I put Benny to the test. Benji. And I sat here and it was, I came in in like the, I don't know, like the middle or 20 minutes in. And I was like, oh, fair play. He's very charming. And then out of nowhere, literally unconnected. It, it was like, the, it is this completely random story that he starts telling. And it's about a, being afraid of a cow. And then he turns around. They're in, in the middle of nowhere, like I think like in Dover, like a big field. And he turns, he's scared of the cow and the, he thinks the cow's going to charge or something. And he turns around and then the, the, this family are walking, of hikers are walking and he's like, oh, like, don't, please stay away from that cow. He's really dangerous. He's been charging people all day. And then it was like, oh, Benedict saved the day. I wasn't very good. And right before Graham even has the breath to speak, Benedict's like, oh, uh, oh yeah. And then they kind of turned around and started shouting, hey, aren't you Sherlock? It's like, oh, give over. So talking about how famous you are, I hate it. Yeah, I mean, that's that not was a such nice a word quality. <laughs> 
Sorry. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. But anyway, back, rewind back to Jennifer Lawrence being a liar. I just think everyone is so media trained now. Maybe it's just not entertaining anymore. Maybe it's just like everyone's, per- maybe I'm older and a little bit wiser. But like, you can just see through all this stupid Hollywood bullshit of the Facade. caricatures that people play. Well, do you know what I love about that whole thing? Um, do you remember Disney when we were like, probably like, I was about 14, 15. Mm. Um, so Disney in that day was like Selena Gomez, Demi Lovato, Jonas Brothers, Miley Cyrus, the crew. Whoa. And the <laughs> Jonas Brothers were all about their purity rings and they wouldn't talk about having sex and they wouldn't mm. talk about drinking or very bubblegum pop. Mm. They've come out since they've done their comeback and they've literally been like, it's actually like upsetting to watch old interviews like we were such robots Mm. and we were just media trained they were like we never came up with the whole purity ring thing yeah we mentioned someone mentioned it once and then it just took off and then we couldn't take it back yeah and they were just like you know you couldn't ever talk about stuff like joe fell down stairs when he was really drunk or something and (laughs) cut his nose open and then he had to say Another story, because, like, they obviously couldn't Can't be drinking say. and all this kind of stuff. And I really enjoy the way they've just done a 180. And they're just like, that was all garbage. I know. You can see why so many of them go through such turmoil after it. Because they're held to this impossible standard. Well, if you bit like such a young, At such a young age. Yeah, he's gone through his own stuff. And, like, it's awful. But imagine growing up in that. Like, he was famous at, like, 11. Yeah. With all these girls. Salivating over him. But that was like Beatlemania. Yeah, but it was levels. one of them. Like, at least there was four of them. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine it's just being you. Yeah. And they were older. He was 11. Oh, it's, it's so weird. Isn't it? All that thrust upon you. But I feel sorry. Those That purity ring stuff, that's... And even, like, say, Jessica Simpson and, like, Britney Spears and Christina oh Aguilera. All their virginities. Can we please do a Jessica Simpson deep dive? Oh, that's in her audiobook. Is, or, sorry, her book. <laughs> I is unreal. love her. It's really good. Oh, we should do scandal. a diva audiobook episode. Sorry, book. <laughs> the her book. The, oh, her and Mariah Carey's. Who else have I read? I did a Marilyn Monroe biography. I want to read that new Jamie Lynn Spears one. Oh, it looks juicy. Juicy. But sorry, just to circle back to the 
Golden Globes and the Oscars and everyone's just under like one roof or any award show everyone's just under a one hot roof. bed of beauty it is but then if you think about it everyone's going out to the bathroom or maybe outside for some fresh air or to the bar or whatever and there is this whole thing of seat fillers it's an absolutely it's curiosity killed the cat I think it is fascinating fascinating you know I was a seat filler no for the 2003 let's say meteor choice music prize awards snoop dogg was there nowhere near me where and like i think i sat beside the coronas or like the delorentos it was in the point depot at the time we were all black and our belly rings were our belly button rings were showing it was were you sitting in the in like the seats yeah so basically what happened now there's because it's a much smaller Still, it's like the underbelly of show business. Yeah, so there was like the stage and then the two. Do you remember like the point? It was quite square shape. I love the point. Yeah, and then up on the left kind of seating was like all the celebs. Yeah, so you had to like I remember move. That. Yeah, in between all of them. So like a stage manager would like shout at you being like, move, go, go, move. I think I'd love to move into that. Mm. For, so for the Oscars though, it's unpaid and there's only 300 spots as Conbet, who you know. But, like, apparently the rule is, like, don't speak unless spoken to. But, like, you could be sitting beside Brad Pitt for, like, the night. But Can I, you imagine sitting next to someone like Brad Pitt? I know. It's just, it's really pulling back the veil on but like, what it's like. I'm trying to think, like, if you're a celeb, you probably, unless you're particularly nice, you probably wouldn't talk to them. No, or, like, when you sat, sit like, down, you're like, hey, event. how's it going? Like, you're hardly going to be like, you were robbed! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you're not going to heckle. Or be like, oh, they're shit. Yeah, but you kind of want to get in with them. Like, imagine if you really hit it off with, like... <gasps> what a meet cute. What a meet cute. Oh, my God, I'd love that. I'd say the amount of hookups from that. So, Refinery29 did an article where they interviewed a couple who did it in 1996, John and Marie McGuire. Basically, the rule is all sea fillers must either be in the wings or in a seat when the lights come on. Like a game of high-stakes musical chairs. Marie ran into a problem trying to fulfill that golden rule. Due to an error, two seat fillers were assigned to one seat and the other seat filler got there first. She oh was Oh my god. Marie was stranded in the middle of an aisle while the lights were going on. I'm so stressed. I hated musical chairs as a child. <laughs> yeah, I know. The, those games are awful. They're so That and Duck Duck Goose. <laughs> yeah. The panic. The... Snatch the bacon. I'm sorry, I love Snatch the Bacon. There was no way she could make Marie could make it to the wings on time. Oh, Marie, I feel for you. So this quote from Marie: "I had to drop to I, the floor, and I happened to drop on what Robin Williams's feet." Marie recalls with a chuckle. Robin thought this was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. He was poking my thigh and back, laughing hysterically about it. John jumps in, her husband, to clarify that it was done in a playful, polite, and platonic way. <laughs> but yeah, so I wouldn't have thought to jump to the floor. Absolutely not. Stakes game of music. It sounds very stressful being a seat filler. But it's at the ultimate reward. Like you could. I wonder. A friend Nicole. So you're obviously doing it for free, but they obviously just give you the dress code. Yeah, John Marie were at seat fillers orientation at eight a.m. on the day of the celebration. Oh yeah, apparently they're there long before. Dressed in evening wear, Marie had got her hair done at six thirty. Oh my god, imagine putting all that makeup on that early in the day. Yeah, she was in a hand-beaded royal blue Oleg Cassini gown, which she had rented for the evening for $100. Oh, it's like rent the runway. Mm, yeah. 
And it's free. What a what a night out. The Oscars are free. Other ones I'm sure you'd be paid. Everyone at the Oscars gets really hungry because it's like five or six hours. Yeah, because you have to go through all those wards. I'd say it's boring. Yeah. And you're probably starving. Yeah, they gave out like pizza one of the years. Ellen Judas speaking of Judas that was a bloody um Ellen Judas, I think, handed out pizza. Like what a stunt. Classic. As was the selfie, you told me. Sorry, yeah, the selfie was all staged. How could you buy that? Come on. See now, I know I don't like Judas, but like I kind of wanted to think that was genuine because the selfie was amazing. How do you get that many to agree? I just thought they were excited. No. This. So I never experienced Joan Rivers in her heyday. Mm. But she was the one, like, I remember my mum talking about her. And she was the one who kind of, from what I've heard, lifted the lid on, like, awards show fashion. And, because she was kind of outrageous. Yeah, she did the red carpet. With her daughter. No, she did She did the fashion police on E. But she originally, years ago, oh, was sorry. on the red carpet with her daughter. Oh. And she was like, yeah, and I'm John, I can't do her accent. And that's kind of where it started. So there's like old footage of her from years ago on the oh. red carpet. And she's kind of outrageous. Like she's hilarious. So funny. And then from what I understand, it was a bit of a rebirth with Fashion Police. And that's when I remember loving that. Like that must have been oh, like no. what? 10? No, it's way over 10. Sorry. It didn't. It has stopped. It's only stopped around Me Too, I think. Well, yeah, because it, it kind of like. Body shamed everybody. It Yeah, it, like it was a bit like, you remember Perez Hilton? Yes, yes, yes. And what he was doing and then people were into it and then it suddenly became this thing of like, no, you can't talk about people's weight or their looks like that, body shaming, as you said, and especially women because women mm. have been criticised in that way for so long. Mm. And then I think Fashion Police was just around that time I think they definitely got a bit softer throughout but I remember some of the stuff of even oh. like who wore it better because some of the stuff yeah, was really bitchy oh my god it's awful yeah and, and then like it now. yeah like it is awful can you imagine you went to like do you remember like if you went to like um, let's say you went to a wedding yeah and I mean it's definitely happened where you show up and someone else wearing the same or thing or just a similar two red dresses and people and were then like people saying on a, in a public space who wore it better on a TV show set yeah. up for that exact reason. And you would definitely see it. If you're a celebrity, like you would definitely see it. Um, but I think... And Juliana Rancic. Or yeah. was her name beforehand? Coming to you, Ryan. Yeah. She... And then she turned into this like, I think I'm Victoria Beckham fashion god. Oh, ick. After doing that show, she thought she was so cool. Who else was it? Kelly Osbourne and... Joan Rivers, and your man Jay from America's Jay Next Manuel. Jay Manuel. I used to love it. Like some of the stuff she said was gas, but now that I think about it, it was actually very um, in such poor taste. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it, like it was so, like some of it was mean. But how it, awful that it was normal to bash people like that. And it's and funny now, how like you can't say anything. No, but like it's all it's like light and day can in such a short amount of time that, that like that wasn't that long ago when we were talking like that about people. And now no. I think people use red carpets to make more of a statement that isn't a fashion moment. Oh, it's completely um a stage politicized. To do, like, 
something political or something about your like what you stand for or who you stand with mm. which is quite fabulous like i can't remember who it was but they brought like um someone from the army as their date oh it was katie perry she brought like someone from the army as her date or something but they use it like and then we were saying about times up where all the women were black mm-hmm. and justin timberlake didn't understand it and just said <laughs> look how hot my wife is <laughs> And that's like, I think that's quite amazing when all women stand together doing something. Oh, how annoyed would the photographers be? Because everyone would just look the same. They're all in black. Or like Leonardo DiCaprio is always talking about his environmentalism. Mm. I mean, there's been loads of stuff. Yeah, a lot of activism goes on. Or remember the Oscars so white hashtag and loads of people boycott the Oscars as well as the Grammys for not being diverse enough. So it's a great platform. It's a great stage. There's an argument. I don't really agree with it that awards shows people just want to be entertained. They don't want to be ranted at by Leonardo DiCaprio on climate change. But like, I don't you agree with that. You would take the opportunity though. You would, 100%. Because there's so many people. Do you remember? Um, it's more interesting it was... rather than giving out about someone's shit shade of blue and their do you remember when Meryl Streep said something about Donald Trump and Vince Vaughn it was at the Golden Globes I think she got like the Cecil B. DeMille award which is like the honour of the night and Vince Vaughn is a big Republican Trump supporter Mm. and he's sitting there and he's giving her the biggest filthy I remember that it's exquisite it's so exquisite like she's being amazing he's just like it's so funny when people forget how many cameras are in that room looking I for 100% content. would. Yeah, yeah. I have so my The face rolling t- of my eyes. Yeah. Mine go like all white sometimes. I roll I've gotten so, so many pieces of feedback being like, I keep seeing the whites of your eyes. Yeah, people. I think it's very easy to know what I'm thinking because I just think my face says it all. I know. And then sometimes I get feedback being like, you're very hard to read. And I'm like, I think I'm so easy to read. Look at me. <laughs> I mean, I think one of the things about, obviously it's just all award shows, we have spoken about the Oscars, but just all award shows in general. I think as a, as a people, you love seeing mishaps. I know. Like little bloopers or like, oh my God, like a bit of a controversy that everyone's talking about mm. the next day. Like there's nothing more juicy. Like the pressure. But do you remember like a Kanye West and Taylor Swift? Mm. I remember hearing about that and it was because it's so unexpected. I know. And it's like they're being real people, like they're not, yeah. you know, it's just a bit of an outburst. But like the Moonlight La La Land thing, that, oh. that's like, and I'm apparently a very cynical person. That does seem like it was a mix up. Like that wasn't a, a, a Oh, staged. why did you think it was staged? Well, I've just said everything else I think is staged, but I don't think that was. No. That was quite a mishap. The accountancy firm. Um, they got dropped. It was PWC, I think. It was PWC. Can you imagine the fear you'd have going to bed? Oh, surely you're fired. Just quit. Just start afresh. Yeah, just be like, I left my last job because they weren't meeting my needs, <laughs> and my development needs. Because they cared too much about attention to detail. <laughs> they had this like weird requirement to like, get stuff right. <laughs> Especially like when on a public stage and like I just with that sort of a pressure bi- a billion people watching and in front of hundreds of famous people. I'm not really sure why. 
But that's why I left. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I I can you imagine words. backstage the hysteria? Yeah. Because it's live. Yeah, I think there's only a few seconds delay. It was yeah. like when your man Steve Harvey announced the wrong um, Miss World or something. Yeah, yeah, that's... Now, that's golden. Yeah. I'd pay for that. I'd pay for that instead of something like Netflix. Like, if I could pay for a subscription to award show and ceremony mishaps yeah. on a live feed... Sign me up. Okay, let's chat through some of our faves. So I remember one of the ones was when, I mean, it's not a huge mishap, but it is a blooper. It was raining on, I believe it was the Oscars. It was raining and whoever had shampooed the red carpets previously, they hadn't rinsed them properly. And the carpet was all sudsy and it was this big thing. So they were kind of going white and sudsy and it was getting all over the gowns. But you'd be so slippy. That's a health hazard. Mm -hmm. Well, it's also a fashion hazard. Yeah. (laughs) Or like the dye from stuff running. Yeah. Imagine your wet trotters. Yeah. That was a big one that I remember. Well, one you brought up was... uh, Oh yeah. And who can forget in 2000 when... Angelina Jolie was winning her Oscar for Best Sporting Actress for Girl Interrupted. Brings her brother as her date and won't stop scoring him on the red carpet. Incest is best. No, I'm just joking. That, I remember seeing that. But like all the photos are so mental. I just feel like that was hiding in plain sight. And even in her acceptance speech, she goes, I'm so in love with my brother right now. Is it her full brother? He looks like her full brother. But she's just a very sexual girly. Like, do you remember she did it with Billy Bob Thornton and they got out of the car and they're like talking and she's basically licking him. It's extremely sexual. And they, they were like, it's kind of like soft porn. We had sex on the and way over like, here. Yeah, we just had sex on the way over. Isn't that right, baby? And they had vials of blood. Yeah. Like vampires. But that's fair enough because it's in a hopefully a consensual relationship. This is with your brother. Like kissing cousins. Kissing siblings. I, I don't just think, think that'll be looked back. Yeah, I mean, but she is quite rogue in general. Let me just look up is it her full brother? Full brother. <laughs> yeah. Older brother of Angelina. That's extremely uncomfortable. It's me, yeah. But she's always kind of rogue. But I was thinking earlier, can you imagine the awkwardness? Of have having gone out with an actor, like a famous actor, mm. and being married or whatever. And then running into your ex at these things and you haven't ended on good terms. Like, you know, when you run into someone you've oh. gone out with or have a thing with and that yeah. feeling. Mm. But can you imagine on it on a stage on a red carpet or near your seats or something and you know there's loads of cameras around? And Or like, say, Brad and Jen, for example. Yeah, but like he, then he was going around with scandal. Angelina Jolie. But then do you remember recently the one of them backstage and he's like pulling her hand and she's like walking away and mm. you're like, you fucking did it. Yeah. Because now he looks like the fool. I know. You just have to be patient when you're being the bigger person. Totally. Mm. Past your gas in the house. <laughs> So get this in nineteen. Spill the tea <laughs> from goodhousekeeping.com. Goodhousekeeping.com, I feel like, is pretty soldiery. Mm. <laughs> they said in 1974, a streaker interrupted the ceremony. Oh, what? Sorry, the Oscars? <laughs> yes. So, our Oh my are... God, where? Like in, on the stage? Mm. I'm, I'm sorry, that's honestly my dream. For Imagine you to the stream. chaos. No, the chaos oh. <laughs> of watching it. Imagine all the producers. All the gasping. Yeah, and she said, oh, you know, that kind of noise. So, artist and photographer Robert Opel certainly made a statement when he ran naked across the stage at the Oscars in 1974. Actor David Niven saved the show by keeping things moving when he quipped, isn't it fascinating to think that probably the only laugh that men will ever get in life is by stripping off and showing his shortcomings. 
Do you think you had a small willy? Yeah. That's that's the implication. See now, if I was a streaker, I'd be doing it because... You'd be showing off. Mm. But maybe your man was just making a total farce of the ceremony. Well, yeah, because when you actually kind of think of it in the grand scheme of things, they're actually ridiculous. They are. Do you know they're what I mean? Ridiculous. Like, but they are purely for entertainment. Like, I think people kind of forget that. Mm. But it's not to say that the Oscars don't come without some drama. Because The Vanishing... Weeks before the 2000 Academy Awards ceremony, 55 Oscar trophies were lifted from a loading dock in Los Angeles. A few days later, as the company raced to manufacture replacements in time for the movie's biggest night, an unemployed junk scavenger named Willie Fulgear... That's the most amazing name. ...found 52 of them while rummaging through a dumpster behind a career town, Food for Less, in Los Angeles. Full Gear was given $50,000 reward and two tickets to the Oscars. Sorry, that gives great justification for all those people with the beepers on beaches. You know, the scavengers. Like, this guy found 52 of the 55 Oscars in a bin. Do you think they were stealing them thinking they had the people's names on them? Because they only put that on after. I'm only halfway through the story. Oh. Get this. The thieves were caught and they admitted to chickening out and receiving only a light punishment. One Oscar turned up in 2003 during a Florida drug bust and two are still missing. You know Kate Winslet keeps hers in her toilet. Oh, nice. Where would you keep yours? I kind of like the toilet idea. Yeah, I remember her talking about and she was like, everyone could kind of go in and hold the Oscar. Against the, uh, with mirror. the mirror. And I actually really liked that. But I wouldn't want to allow... I mean, sorry. I'd move it for parties and stuff. I do kind of like the idea of the bathroom. Yeah, I think she's onto something. Because the shower's there. You can do it in the shower. You, you could sing. Yeah, I think she's... I think she kind of hit like, the nail on the Like, mantelpiece is a bit showboaty. Bedroom is a bit like, this is where the magic happens. Yeah, like your cave. I agree. No. Yeah, maybe the bog's, bog's best. <laughs> know who my favourite sexy couple is? Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds. Please don't make me vomit with cheese. They're not sexy. Sorry. They're not. Sorry. I'll tell you who they are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Is that what I mean? Sorry. Who's the sexy couple? Penelope Cruz and Javier Bardem. Holy shit. That is hot. They are raw sex appeal <laughs> aren't they they are they're perfectly matched in their acting abilities in their caliber as people what are the accent oh imagine, imagine all the talking or the sorry. can you imagine how they talk to each other in bed oh i'd say it's, it's steaming filth yeah <laughs> like, but in, with, I'd say in spanish like, Javier, i want to i want to have you now yeah on no. the table <laughs> oh, Javier. come to bed now I want to have you now in the grass. Maybe I'll start talking to guys like that. I think you should. I think that would he's be so sexy. Dynamite. I think Passion. he's definitely like my top three mm. dream men. Yeah. And he seems like a really nice. And they're also like, you know, not in the limelight. No, they're. You know, they don't want, they don't, like, they're actually in. It no, because they're Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, steamy. they're my dream couple. What was I doing thinking of Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds? That's all for show. All for show. Well, sorry. My wife has amazing hair. My wife hated the photo because I cut out her earrings, so here it is again. Fuck off, Ryan Reynolds. Let's bring 
Penelope and Javier back. Yeah, let's focus on the classy people who oh aren't Oh my god, I wonder what they talk about. I say all they talk about is like good bottles of wine and their sex life. And steaks. <laughs> oh! It's like I want the yes. steak and then I want you to take me into the library. <laughs> <laughs> I want to have a big glass of vino rojo. Rioja. Rioja. <laughs> y también. <laughs> Vamos a jugar. <laughs> Me entiendes, Javier? <laughs> or like something about like <laughs> kind of wolves in the forest. Yes. Javier, imagine I'm a wolf. <laughs> Can you see me? Are you a hunter? <laughs> oh, Take devil. me, Javier. Take me. Um, that's yeah, definitely they, the steamiest couple going. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd say they live in like a palace with like very little, but a bit rustic. Yeah, with very little doors, kind of Roman esque, where it's always hot. And they're both naked. Both naked and probably <laughs> walking through the woods. It's it's hot, but it's not too hot because the fire is always on. Yes, because Javier, I like to be steamy. Yeah, and there's a lot of saunas. Animal skin and skins and furs. I saw that too, sort of a, like, you know, the elk with the horns coming out of the mm-hmm. thing. Sort of like a cabin with a with A, a cabin with more, with, yeah, like a more marbly version of a cabin. Oh my God. Like a Vatican cabin. Yes. Oh my God. And she's like, they're wearing like nothing. <laughs> but also this. everything. They're wearing like nothing but everything. Like, and her hair is like effortlessly bedhead. Oh, it's bedhead. huge and bouncy. <laughs> yeah. But they only but bathe not together. That shiny. They yeah. only bathe together. With like big sponges and candles. Yeah, Javier, do you want to bathe? Wash my hair. Wash my pelo, Javier. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say he's really like cool complex, like doesn't say much. I'd say he grunts. <laughs> he's like, like a caveman. <laughs> and then like does this like with Yeah, this? like a raving a bull. A raving bull and he's like At <laughs> <laughs> her from the garden. And he's like, Javier, come in. I'm ready for you now. Guys, do you think we should get into the, um, you know, those naughty books? I think that is the basis for, like, an opening chapter. You know, those, like, saucy novels. Yeah, romance novel. Romance novels, I yeah. think I basically just wrote the intros you there. <laughs> yeah. Javier. Fresh Can I be Penelope? Yeah, I'm a better grunter. <laughs> <gasps> he's oh. like, I know he's not a simple man, but... I would portray him as a simple man. He's a man of little words, but when he speaks, everybody listens. <laughs> like, we don't, he doesn't waste time with pithy dialogue. And they're like, oh, Javier doesn't say much when he does. He does. And he definitely is like, my queen or something. Reina. Mi reina. Vamos a jugar. Oh. Or like, bailar. Vamos a bailar. Mi reina. 100%. And they definitely have, like, this is their house in the country, but there's some kind of palace. I bet you they live in, like, Madrid. I'd say they have places all over the place. Yeah, like yeah. Like, sex caves. Yeah. God, I'm so Or I'd say, I'd, yeah, I'd say they probably live in Italy. I have a vibe. To conclude, is there anyone in your, if you, if in your fantasy award acceptance speech, it can be whatever award you want, but mainly for something along the lines of, like, the Grammys or the Oscars, a high caliber block. Mm. Is there anyone that you would call out in your speech? 
I'd love to do it in a really um saying it without saying it. Because obviously you want to scream from the top of your lungs. Uh, guess who's fucking made it now, bitches? But like obviously you can't say that. Okay. So I'd love to do it in a really classy way. Okay. Of maybe thanking all the people who supported you along the way or some way that you're not. Wow, that was really nice of you. Why? What are you doing? I'd have to call out some former employers. Really? Who's who? Yeah. So oh no, of, sorry. I so know it's so of, tacky, but like, I, I, oh, oh, my mum would kill me. I know, but you just got caught up in the speed of the moment. Heat of P.S. Moment. I'd be so many drinks in. But if you were like, you know the way they're like, I want to thank X, Y, Z, yeah. and they're naming all like their managers and agents and production companies. Imagine if you were like, I don't want to thank X, Y, Z. Yeah. And as for you. I don't want to thank you. Mm. Thank you for coming to us live. Well, that wraps it up for 2022's awards season with 3030imperishingawards.com. Um, on a more serious note, our podcast is all about light relief. Um, mm-hmm. And it's about sort of, you know, easy entertainment. It's not too serious. Um, but there's obviously very serious stuff going on in the world at the moment. As all our listeners, we, it's a shared sisterhood. And we wanted to share with you, we're going to put it in the show notes, a little link that Sophie's found of all the different ways you can help Ukraine. Well, actually, my friend works for this charity, oh, so she's me. very in the know. But on their website with this link, you can go on and it's all these different um, centres and stuff that you can donate to or drop stuff off to, to help the Ukraine crisis. So it's www.refugeeaction.org.uk, how to help Ukraine crisis. We're going to put it in the description. And obviously it's something that's very important at the moment. I know, I can't wait to donate. Yeah, and there's also loads of centres. There's ones in like Twickenham and Balham where you can drop stuff off. I did it during the week, actually. Yeah. Uh, or they're just doing it. one with Revolut where you can actually just Revolut. Or Airbnb, you're doing one there. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. You can just like buy a room. Yeah, there's loads of really great things going on. It's, it's really it's heartwarming in such an awful, awful a time. A horrific time, yeah. <gasps> So thank you so much for listening. I we hope, hope you enjoyed, enjoyed talking about Penelope Cruz <laughs> and Javier. And her steamy sex life with her husband of 11 years. Yeah. Sorry, they're the dream. I know. They've got the Why didn't they get talk about? Talk to me. Why aren't they on the Graham Norton couch? They're too classy to do that. Ah, fair. I think they'd go on and it would be talked about for years to come. 11 years. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'd say their sex is better than ever. Better. I'd say it's getting better with age. Like a fine wine. Like a fine vino. Yeah. My lips are watering. Mm. <laughs> I was just eating tapas and drinking wine all day long with that sex god. Queso. My Queso. Queso. With Javier. Tienes, tienes, um, oh, horny. Sausage. <laughs> Sausage beginning to see. Chorizo! Ay, Javier, quieres chorizo? <laughs> I want Vamos. You. Vamos. A la bedroom. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll chat to you next week. And until next time. Dare to be different, darling. Say it in Fialapi's voice. Dare to be different, Alex. Oh, stunning. Penelope. Oh, no, it's not. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 